TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show about people or organizations making a big impact in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan, and our first guest is my friend, Tasha Heron-Bruff the Senior Vice President of Inclusion and Community Engagement at the Dallas Regional Chamber. How are you doing, Tasha? I am doing fantastic, Chris. How are you? Doing just fine. And, you know, it's a pleasure seeing you at the yes. big Dallas Mavericks pregame seminar. Yes. Yes. Wasn't that fun? That was awesome. I mean, it was all kinds of um, employee – how do we call these groups? The employee – Employee resource groups. Resource groups, yes. the ERGs and from all over North Texas, and you're a part of that. I know you've been working on a big project, so you got to tell me about the big project first. So, you know, for so long, Chris, I've been holding this because we weren't able to publicly announce it. And as you know, and I've been on the show before, and Mm -hmm. we talked about the Dallas Regional Chamber's work in Southern Dallas County. Right. And that work really focuses on three things. One, economic development. So how do we grow and bring uh, economic uh, opportunities to Southern Dallas County? Because as you know, you know this very well, that our region is literally cut in half, right? And so the north part, if you go north of I-30, is really more wealthy, more fluent, Mm -hmm. more resource-rich. And if you go below Interstate 30, um, there has been a history of disinvestment for decades, Mm -hmm. uh, really cut off by a highway. And so a lot of our work is what we call in under-championed areas. And, you know, a lot of people use the term underserved. We like to say under-championed. I like that. These areas just need a champion, a voice, an advocate Mm -hmm. um, to really amplify what they want, not what we want for them, but what they want for their community. And so our work is really about economic uh, development, catalytic projects. So one we horned in was on food insecurity, and that's part of my announcement. I'm going to tell you in just a moment. So whether it's food insecurity or banking or health access, our catalytic projects are what are those projects that we can get behind and support that could dismantle barriers to growth. And um, so we really focus there. And then last, community engagement. How are we building and cultivating relationships in the community, whether it's with small business or supplier diversity or uh, with other chamber groups and really uh, working in that collective vision. So about 
a year and a half ago, Chris, mm -hmm. we said we want to do some work around food insecurity. And how can we get more branded grocery stores in Southern Dallas County? Now, before you has, before you go any further, for yeah. those who don't know what the term food insecurity means, it basically means access to regular grocery stores as opposed right. to fast food places. That's exactly right, Chris. So many of our communities um, don't have access to healthy, fresh foods yeah. and access, meaning that it's not, you know, it's not accessible. It's not close. They can't get to the, the food sources that they need and um, really having to be subject to just poor quality mm -hmm. um, foods. And so we began this work group with the national grocer and our DRC membership. Um, one of our board members was is Stephen Williams of PepsiCo Foods. And we said, we really want to talk to a grocer. He connected us with Tom Thumbs, CEO, well, Albertson's CEO. Mm -hmm. um, and we began to talk about what a grocery store could look like in Southern Dallas County. And they horned in on Redbird. We've talked about Redbird. Oh, before. yes. And this past Wednesday, the Dallas City Council voted unanimously to put forth a project that we worked on to bring Tom Thumb to Redbird. It'll be a 50,000 square foot store oh, that will goodness. be coming to Redbird in 2025. That is fantastic. That area is growing. And, and the reason it's growing is because over the last, I don't know how long it's been taking them, but they've had to go through so much red tape and oh, yes. rebuilding that area that used to be Redbird Mall, a thriving yes. enterprise when malls were the thing to go to back in the 80s and the 70s and, and the earlier 90s. Right now, they're making so many different changes there that are just outstanding with like a hospital and they got a Starbucks there and they got uh, mixed community apartments and office space. I mean, and you add a, a Tom Thumb Albertsons. Oh my goodness. That Chris, the, the CEO said to us, <clears throat> excuse me, that this is so important and that he really wanted to see this be successful. So we're so excited about it. That is fantastic. And that's that's called, you know, a win-win for everybody. And, and guess what I, I liked about the CEO saying that? Because sometimes people see a situation, and like you said, North Dallas is just thriving. I mean, it's, it's right. booming. It's always been booming for years and years and years. And it's almost like, okay, try to get in when you fit in up there. Well, guess what? Southern Dallas County, for those who recognize an opportunity, it's an opportunity. Exactly, Chris. And we need, so you need to come work for the DRC. <laughs> the, the, it is, and that's the problem, Chris. So many people for so long have overlooked um, Southern Dallas County and they, we all know the, the opportunity and the greatness and the great asset sure. that Southern Dallas County is for our community. When you talk about the diversity of the people that live there, you talk about the fastest growing Texas Public College in UNT Dallas. Mm -hmm. You talk about, you know, all of the things that are coming, the availability of land and all of these things that are really great in our region. Um, Southern Dallas County is a place, a wonderful place to be. And so we're really excited that this CEO said, we're going to make this work. And, and here's the thing that they did, Chris. 
we early on said we just don't want a store that's just selling goods. Right. We want a store that's going to be a community partner. We want a store that's going to hire from the community and train the community and really be a center for growth and economic development, bring services and pharmacy and things that people need um, to really expand their quality of life. What, what I really like about that opportunity, and I'm going to keep saying opportunity because that's what it is for those who like to recognize an opportunity, which means there's upside. It's not like, oh, you get in where you fit in. And, and I always look at the north part of Dallas County. I'm like, wait a minute. The growth there just keeps going north and north. and It's, it's damn near southern Oklahoma. It's just exactly. about Oklahoma. <laughs> how much more? I mean, it's like how much more can you squeeze into that area? You know, right. and that's why traffic is so bad up there. And because there's so many people and there's, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's, it's just all condensed up there. So I'm looking at the opportunity of Southern, the Southern part of uh, Dallas County. And I'm like, this is an opportunity. And I'm looking at the Redbird, um, the Redbird opportunity, because the first thing I thought of when they said, we're going to revitalize this whole area. I was like, wait a minute. It's perfect because people should recognize all of these big mega churches up and down I-20. Oh, yes. And I'm like, do you understand the people who go to those churches? They have assets. They have money. They have right. funds. They ha- they can spend money, too, just like everybody up there in Frisco and Carrollton. You, you are so right, Chris. There's a church, Concord, which mm-hmm. is literally across the street from Redbird Mall. Yes. It's a 12,000-member church. And on Sundays, they have to leave the city of Dallas to go find where they're going to eat after church. And so you think about the the purchasing power of a congregation congregation yeah. like that and a church that, you know, does more than just interact on Sundays, right? And so even beyond the churches, you know, bringing um, businesses um, to, you know, expand or relocate into, you know, not just Redbird, we, we, we herald Redbird as a great example, but really cultivating developers that can really think about how do I put my project here that will bring jobs and not just any job, but mm-hmm. livable wages and access to um, really assets and amenities that, that families on the southern side of our region want, just like those in the north. Speaking of access, over the last year or so, year and a half, they have finished all the widening and development of I-35 and 67 all the way down. It is one of the best highways to get up and down through Dallas, Fort Worth, I mean, in the entire Metroplex. I've been so impressed with it. And I know they're also going to try to create a Clyde Warren type park right next to the Dallas Zoo. Do you have yes. any updates on what's going on with that development? Because I know there there's a, some fundraising involved, and I know there's some um, different people who might want to have their businesses right up there. Yeah, Chris, I'm glad you bring this up. You know, Southern Gateway Deck Park is one of those th- one of those catalytic projects, one of those economic developments that we think about. Um, that will really change the game for, mm-hmm. for Southern Dallas. They call it Southern Gateway because the park will be built right over the freeway, just like Clyde Warren Park. And it is the gateway into Southern Dallas. 
And um, so that park, the first phase of that park, um, the money has already been raised. And so nice. right now they're working on the second phase um, of the park. And what they've estimated, um, Chris, is that in the first five years of opening the park, they are estimating the park will generate about $1 billion um, to the Southern Dallas community. So isn't that, it's amazing. Yeah. And so this park, they're calling it a park with a purpose because this park has really been built by the community. This was birthed out of conversations with the community and what the community want. They wanted a, a gathering space that was welcome, mm-hmm. welcoming. And so um, they're getting ready to, to you know, be in the process of completing this five acre bridge park that's really gonna reconnect Oak Cliff. Because if you remember in our history that a lot of our freeways, including Interstate 35, cut off neighborhoods from each other. Right. Um, and, and really um, separated our communities. This park is gonna really bring things and people back together. It really will. And like I said, I've been looking forward to it. I've been watching the construction and, you know, um, I was living in North Oak Cliff for like 13 years, 13 years, you know, uh, recently me and my family. And so we, we saw the bridges getting built, you know, the, the hunt bridge, all the different bridges downtown. We've seen the growth of Bishop arts. We've seen uh, West Dallas, the Trinity groves. And I'm like, okay. And then they started widening 35 and widening 67, and they got the uh, access road in the middle. I'm like, oh, oh, here it comes. This is the growth. That This is the opportunity. This is the opportunity for the southern part of Dallas County. So I know that park is going to be absolutely amazing. Are there any other projects in southern Dallas that people need to know about? Well, you know, there's a lot going on. You know, there's, there's a, um, when we think about big uh, catalytic projects, I cannot – um, think of one that would even, um, uh, you know, do as much as what we know is going to happen at the campus of UNT Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Redbird, you got Southern Gateway Deck Park, and you have the expansion um, that's happening at UNT where they are going to have multifamily. Um, so it's going to be a mix of housing and hopefully other amenities that are going to attract Um, people to the community. And we are really excited about how this college, you know, I just alluded to it, that it's the fastest growing Texas public, uh, public college in Texas. But now they are really going to expand, Chris, and that they'll have diverse housing options and a lot of opportunities to see growth on that campus, not just for the students, but also for the entire community. You know, it's so wild. They've got uh, you know, that's a particular branch of University of North Texas and the University of North Texas in Denton. They just won the national championship in the NIT and that's right. college men's basketball. So congratulations to them and, and the mean green. And like I said, their whole, it's not just sports. It's everything that they're doing seems to be having an impact nowadays. And they are one of the best university college systems in the entire state of Texas. In fact, in, in, in the nation. And there's another hidden gem in the Southern part of Dallas County. It's called Paul Quinn. Could you talk a little bit about Paul Quinn and the things that we're doing? Their campus, by the way, if anybody hasn't been there recently, it is absolutely amazing. It is plush. It is. I'm only bringing that up because this is the the time of the year, spring. 
and people like to walk around, it is plush. It's like if you're walking around at SMU or TCU. It's that beautiful. Well, I, I love that you say this, Chris, because you're just pointing out the things that that we know mm-hmm. and, um, it, and that there's so many great assets in Southern Dallas County, right? Including Paul Quinn College, which is a historical um, black college and university. HBCU. It, yeah, and it's it's amazing um, what Michael Sorrell, Dr. Michael Sorrell, mm-hmm. um, has been able to do um, at this campus. You know, their mission is really to provide a quality faith-based education that really addresses academic success, right? Mm-hmm. But also how they become servant leaders and, and and really those change agents in their community. And no one does this better than, than Michael Sorrell. Um, they have a, a slogan that says, we over me. And they really talk about how do we um, think about the we more than the me. And, and really it fosters that spirit of community and how the needs of the community really supersede what the individual wants. And so um, they are doing amazing work. They recently just got this uh, brand new uh, basketball court. Yes. That's um, very know, impressive. state of the art. It and, really is. And no one else has that court. Um, so it is, it is amazing what he's done around this new urban college model, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal what's happening there. And you know what? You're talking about, you know, food. And they actually dug up their football field. He likes to say, well, the team wasn't doing too good. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> they dug up the football field and they made it into a farm where they're yeah. growing crops. They're growing their own food. I'm so impressed. Isn't it? Isn't it? And that's, Chris, when we talk about not just talking about a lot of times we find ourselves just really talking about what the problems are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to have leaders like Dr. Michael Sorrell, like Peter Brodsky, like April yeah. Allen at Southern Gateway Deck Park that say, I'm not going to just talk about what are the problems and the obstacles? I'm going to really find solutions. Exactly. And ever since Dr. Sorrell stepped on the campus of Parkway College, he has been solutions driven. And you're right. The farm was a way Does how do we make sure that we're providing for the people in our community that need fresh food? And you know what else they're doing that I just absolutely love? And so we're talking about all these different things with Latasha uh, Heron-Bruff. And she, of course, is the senior Vice President of, I'm going to say, Inclusion and Community Outreach. I just just love what you do with the Chamber and and the fact that you guys are bringing so many people together because there's so many people moving to the Dallas-Fort Worth area and they don't know all the assets that we have. And what I was going to say was I like what Dr. Sorrells was doing about they do a lot of partnerships with major corporations and they insist – that those meetings take place on Paul Quinn's campus in some of their beautiful facilities so that those corporate individuals, they must say, oh, we want to help, you know, Paul Quinn College or help some of the programs or help with the students. They get a chance to see what they've been doing. They get a chance to see the, the college itself as opposed to meeting downtown in a, in a high rise somewhere. That's right. I, and, you know, Chris, we always, whenever we can get a chance to bring one of our companies 
you know, a CEO, you know, someone who maybe wants to learn more, mm -hmm. we want you to come to Southern Dallas County because part of the problem is perception. And we're fighting against a stigma exactly. around Southern Dallas County. We mm -hmm. were just talking about it this morning, is that there are some people who think that people in Southern Dallas County can't afford a grocery store. I couldn't afford to go to a Tom Thumb, right? right? And a lot of that work is having people come and understand what's there and understand, you know, what work is being done. And you're right. Whenever there's an opportunity, Dr. Sorrell wants people to come to his campus, right? Mm -hmm. and, and see the campus and see the students and see what's actually happening, what's taking place there. So I absolutely love it. I mean, just see the opportunity. This is, again, people who are smart, business savvy, they look at the opportunity. There's been major corporations moving not only to Texas, but in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And they move here because they see the opportunity. They're leaving the East Coast. They're leaving the West Coast. They're leaving, you know, uh, the Northeast part of the country because they see the opportunity in Texas. And like I said, you know this because you're in touch with so many different corporations that have relocated here. Can you name, let's just name drop some major corporations that have been yeah. here or coming on their way. Because when they get here, they want to know where their their staff wants to live or where they're the opportunity for their employees to live and, and do business and shop and, and go to restaurants, the whole nine yards. You are so right, Chris. Um, you know this very well. I mean, you're asking me all the questions, but you definitely know and understand this. We have had so many Fortune 500 companies mm -hmm. um, that have decided to call Dallas home, right? Yeah. And make it make their headquarters here for a number of reasons, right? I mean, we do have a really pro-business um, climate, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, companies, you know, the Dallas region is very attractive for them and they're bringing their families, right? Yeah. So, um, and, and they're moving here every day, leaving the East Coast and the West Coast uh, because of that quality of life that that um, our region really provides. And some of the companies that have moved here are like Acom, uh, Jacobs, uh, Big Engineering Giant, yeah. um, McKesson, TIAA. Um, I mean, my goodness. The, I mean, I was looking downtown been, and I say, wait a minute, Uber's here. Uber's moved their yeah. headquarters here too. This is crazy. That's right. I mean, we, we are... We have been very fortunate to be able to have those headquarters land here. And and what we know is that when they bring their families, they're looking at, you know, where can our families relocate that really provides them the best quality of life? And, and the Dallas region absolutely does that. Um, but one of the things we get to work on every day, Chris, is making sure all of our region is strong, right? So we can't just focus on, you know, all the prosperity that's happening in the region right now is great, but we have to make sure that the strength in our region is having all of our communities strong, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have the diversity of companies here from all different sectors, you know, all kind of industries, um, and it's it's pretty amazing. You got PGA of America, you got Top Golf, you got yep. Hilti, AT and T, you got um, Toyota. All of these 
big companies, Acom, CBRE, Charles Schwab. Um, these are huge, huge companies that have landed here. And it says a lot about the region to have them. Yes, and they've got hundreds of employees and they want to know where to go, what to do. And yeah. and they only know what people tell them. That's why you we have these conversations on Better Living to highlight what's going on in all over North Texas, but primarily in Dallas. And that's why I got you on the on the show. I, I can't say this enough. Dallas is an opportunity. You just have to know. And the best way to know is to ask or go online. Uh, can you tell people where they can find information? Um, Absolutely. One of the great things that we have is access to data and research about the region. You know, we are we try to be the best storytellers of of the Dallas region. And you can find out more information at the Dallas Dallas Regional Chamber dot org. Dallas Regional Chamber dot org. And you can find information about uh, policy. Uh, economic development, education and workforce, our work in diversity, equity and inclusion and talent through our Say Yes to Dallas program. It's all there on our website. We're heading into May. That's the end of the regular school year for a lot of kids and uh, high school students as well. Are there anything, is there anything going on in your agenda, uh, not necessarily for end of school, but maybe in May? Things that are going on Mother's Day. Well, I, you know, as we as we look toward the summer, mm-hmm. we really, actually, in our summer, we I start thinking about the fall. And as you talk about students, we always we're always looking for great interns, mm-hmm. opportunity for internships in the fall, and um, um, we'd love to have students uh, from all across the region to really learn more about the the Dallas region. Um, and so we're always, um, you know, preparing and, and have our doors open for any interns that are looking to to know more and, and join the DRC. Um, but I'll tell you, we also prepping for our state of DEI in September. So we'll be working okay. hard um, during the summer to get ready for a launch of a toolkit that we'll be launching at our state of DEI September the 12th. That'll be at the Holocaust and Human rights museum mm-hmm. um so really excited about uh that that is going to be presented and sponsored by jp morgan chase so really looking forward to all of that work that we get to report out on how well our region is doing as it pertains to diversity equity and inclusion i'm glad you brought that up especially the internships because there's so many gen z that they don't want the cookie cutter job they don't want the work at the no. factory or even work at the corporation. <laughs> they want to work from home sometimes. They want to work in the office sometimes. And they want the flexibility. And they also, they don't mind a gig economy lifestyle. So I think the fact that when you're presenting all these different opportunities, it's, 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 it's more than just, okay, you get to work at the factory or you, work at a, um, you get to work at the mall. You're, you're talking about different things that people can do and learn more about the area that they're living in. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we we have a great education and workforce team. Mm-hmm. And um, what we know about a lot of our students, especially our diverse populations, our underestimated populations, that they don't always get the same access and opportunities. Right. 
to internships. And oftentimes that can be a barrier when it's time for them to get out in the workforce because they don't have the same level of experience. So, you know, Chief Garcia last year really challenged the business community at our state of public safety to say, one of the best things you can do as a company is open your doors up to students that live in zip codes in Southern Dallas County that wouldn't otherwise have access and opportunity to work at your companies. And so he named several zip codes around Southern Dallas County. And I know a lot of our companies said, we wanna do this. They leaned in and said, we really wanna support this work and help our economies that are not just in the North, but also in the South. Latasha Heron-Bruff, you are a resource. Not only are you my friend, you're a resource. <laughs> she is the Senior Vice President of Inclusion and Community Engagement at the Dallas Regional Chamber. We must do this again because I love hearing your updates. You're just informing everybody about what they don't know about the opportunities here in the Dallas Regional area. Well, thank, thank you for always having me, Chris, anytime. And joining us right now is one of my favorite people in the world. He is a celebrity barber, and we go way back. Vincent Castile. How you doing, Vince? Hey, Chris. What's up, CA? How you doing, baby? Man, I'm doing great. I'm so glad to have you on. I was just mentioning with our first guest, it is back, it's not back to school, but it is the end of the school year. And I started thinking, I said, you know what? I got to get Vince on the show because Vince does so many nonprofit things. But we're going to talk about all the different, how things have evolved with you over all these years because you have cut some of the biggest name entertainers and athletes in this area's hair you've been on tour with some of these yes, athletes sir. and entertainers they fly you in and the next thing you know you had a notion to give back and started cutting kids hair for back to school and beyond all that you wind up with a mobile barber shop where the barber shop yeah. it's like a it's like a a, a trailer or it's it's, it's kind of like a, a bus an RV. it's an rv, RV. Motor coach. it's it's yeah. a motor coach it's just like you know yeah. the entertainers when they travel from their concert to concert they're in their rv or they're in their their bus and you've got it like that vince let's just talk about it. first yes, of all let's talk about hey. the kids how did you come up with the idea of cutting oh. hair for the kids to give back first of all i yeah i love the kids man you know ca i got i got a few of my own so i uh i get it from my family you know hmm. uh, they they really uh did a good job with me. So I want to applaud them on that. Um, really, uh, you know, just started doing the celebrity barber thing. Um, we, I, one of my, my cousins was uh, roommates with uh, Kavika Pittman, got drafted uh, by the Cowboys back in 97. So yeah. we, um, we had a mutual relationship there. He brought me into the Dallas, uh, Dallas Cowboys locker room. Um, on there, I started cutting like a lot of the players uh, in the locker room there. Uh, Darren Woodson, Mike Irvin, um, Emmett Smith. Um, then the next year, I kind of met Michael, uh, Michael uh, Finley. He got drafted uh, by the Mavericks in uh, my 97, 98. Um, and he was my first NBA client. He just started to spill the home team uh, onto me and, and, you know, and in the, uh, the uh, locker room and the visiting. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Teams, too, as well. So celebs are coming in from the radio station like you guys. You know, I build my relationship with you guys, with the radio stations and uh, and different things. Started just, you know, snowballing for me. Uh, the A&Rs, the radio station, the comedians, all of the, the folks that were coming in town, they just gave me a call and I, and I jumped right on it. You mentioned so the comedians, much, you mentioned yeah. the entertainers. So literally there were opportunities where they'd say, okay, we need you to uh, tighten up my fade or whatever you, whatever the cut was going to be. And you go there to the dressing room or you'd be there backstage. Yep. The, the, uh, the hotel, yeah. uh, whether it be their RV, you know, their tour bus that they were uh, riding in on or their uh, hotel that I would go to the hotel rooms. It's kind of funny. I would uh, be at the, um, at the home teams, uh, homes, the home teams, mm-hmm. houses, cribs, right, and then, um, then, uh, then the visiting teams would come into the hotel, and they would send me to the hotel as well. So, just building relationships, you know. I just, man, I, I just wanted to touch more than just, you know, the celebs and entertainers because I had that whole celebritybarber.com, which is my website. I did the celebritybarber.com thing like 25 years, and you know, just. Cutting celebs, entertainers, radio station personalities, all that stuff. I just wanted to spin it into doing more of the community, which is where I got the name uh, Making the World Famous from. So, you know, just me spinning that from already having Making the, the Celebs Famous, uh-huh. I wanted to make the uh, the regular folks and, and, you know, some of my right. my, my uh, clientele, you know, uh, famous as well. So What was so great about it? Went is with the it, name. Celebrity. Yeah. It makes the kids, especially with the kids, when you're cutting their hair, it makes them feel like you know they can they can do something. Because not only people feel yeah, good sure. when they're when they get the hair the haircut, they they just feel better. They get a yeah. shave or a haircut. You just feel like you you're ready to go for the weekend, or you're ready to go out for the weekend. You're business professional. Well, I just mm-hmm. like that slogan because it makes when you sit down to get your hair cut, it makes you feel like okay, I'm ready to do something, and who knows, I might be the next Michael Finley, right? I, I might be the next Emmett Smith. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, we, yep. so, 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 what was the what was the first uh, back to school situation? Was that the first one you did, or back to school, or was it something that just involved with some kids? Where, like I said, you were just giving back. Yeah, it was already. I was already doing it um, mm-hmm. with the Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, okay, DCD, uh, Dallas Police Department. 
prior to the truck. So when I got the truck, I really wanted to, you know, up, I wanted to do a bigger vehicle, not a one-man vehicle. So if you guys uh, really can think, I have three chairs on the on the RV. So it had a bedroom and all that stuff in the back. I cut all of that out and just went three stations on the vehicle. So, um, you know, I wanted to do the masses. You know, they say when you're in Texas, you do it big, right? So That's right. I wanted to just pretty much be able to go and connect with these corporations. Um, you know, they wanted the big names. I wanted the big name and we wanted to be able to touch as many people as possible. So nonprofits, back to schools, the Dallas police department, just kind of, you know, all of the corporations like hotels, business parks. Um, it's just, it's just started to pile on really. Kurt. And also it seems like you're always at different community events, like, uh, seven, seven on seven, uh, football or, or some basketball tournaments, things that, yeah. you know, a lot of people in the community are involved. In. It's like, here comes, oh, here comes the, 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 the VT express, the, the Vince's the mobile yeah. home. The, that was just impressive, oh, man. Yeah. How did we're you get the, that all hooked up? Man, we're the barbers and the DJ, you know what I mean? So, um, I started to get these calls doing these back to schools, you know, it's got a patio on the back too. So I laid a patio out in the back and then we bring the big speaker out there and people started to see me doing these community events and just started to connect with me. Um, it's so crazy cause I can go to the gas station and get about 10 business cards every time I pull up to the gas station. So, um, they, they just wanted to see what it was about, what I was doing and how I could go into the community, no matter what event it is. And just kind of, you know, cut hair and be the DJ, play the music. Um, we're doing like car shows, you know, all kind of stuff. Chris, tailgates at the Cowboys games. It's, it's, it's amazing. Fourth of July, Juneteenth. So we're even in parades. Like, it's, yeah. it's amazing. It's it's an entire, look, it should be a reality show. I mean, people have no yeah, idea. Yeah. It's when your mobile uh unit shows up, when your mobile barbershop shows up, it is a scene. It used to be back in the day. You go to the barbershop and you go talk sports. You go to the barbershop and you, you get to meet people. It's kind of like coming to America, Eddie Murphy. You have reinvented it for the 21st century. The The barbershop comes to you. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And, and generally people ask me how I want to say how it's set up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm break that down. It's just like the one-man vehicle, you know what I mean? Um, I basically go to high traffic, high leisure areas um, where traffic and uh, heads are just coming to those locations, business parks, hotels, arenas, um, you know, where I'm the event central. Um, I'm the party uh, of the whole uh, parking lot. So um, I just make sure that I'm using those resources to connect with other other people and entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So uh, shout out to a couple. Uh, Sandman Signature Hotel is one mm -hmm. location. Um, Cigar International. Um, I had a uh, hall park, you know, they had a, that's a business park that had like over 10,000 email blasts and, uh, were referring me clients on my Wednesdays. Um, like it just, I had, um, Comerica center, all this you know, kind of prior to COVID, but when COVID got out the way, um, I'm starting to rebuild back sure. those locations again. So, everybody calls yeah, it the pivot. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Okay. But it's amazing. I, I got more phone calls than ever just because I was mobile. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just started to make, make events a priority and my clientele a priority and going to these barber schools and, 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 you know, showing them the visitation presentation demonstration type of thing where I can show them the side of the mobile, uh, the mobile side, uh, is very, um, 
is very interesting, entertaining, and lucrative, you know? See, that's another thing. Talk about the barber colleges. Talk about how you've been able to train up some people to, to be their own entrepreneurs. Because, again, it's one thing that you're, you're, you're an asset to the community, but it's another thing that you're giving back, but you're also training up. Yeah, for sure. I actually uh, wanted to do exactly what I did and showing these barber students, um, you know, going to fix your credit while you're in barber school and kind of getting out and, and connecting with different corporations. So Tony and Guy was one of them. I would go in prior to the truck as well and with the truck. I would go in and do classes, clipper classes, because even Emmett Smith did his back to schools with uh, with Albertsons and Tony and Guy. So mm-hmm. I was able to connect with them as well. Go in, do the clipper class, come out and, and, and do the do the events with them. Um, and just kind of get these corporations behind me. That's, that's what I've been all about. I, I duplicate myself after Jerry Jones. You know, when he got that arena, it was like, uh, the, uh, not arena, but the billion dollar stadium. stadium. Yeah, at t Stadium. Connection with the corporation. Yeah, so it was kind of me just connecting with that. Um, I go into the schools. I do the whole visitation, presentation, demonstration. Even with the school districts, I go in there and talk to them about entrepreneurship and starting a business and kind of showing them the mobile side. Um of course, closed mouths don't get fed. So I actually um, get in there and, and, and show them how to get in there and talk to people, like pretty much, and show them what the mobile side can do. What's a, what's an example of, let's say uh, you're talking to some kids right now. I mean, you're on the air, but let's say you're talking to a, a classroom. Tell us some of the things that you tell them about getting ahead and being an entrepreneur and taking care of themselves. And actually, if you wanted to be a barber, what it would take. Give us an example. Um, yeah. Take so your time, too. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Um, just, I mean, my lead was with my grandmother, so I really had it, a passion for it and it was already in my blood. And then I kind of really was like, um, I get in front of kids and I let them know, like, look, just, just do your thing, go out there and, and don't be scared to talk to anybody. Um, I have a passion for cutting hair, go in, ask questions, you know, if you have you have any idea and you think it's stupid, don't think it's stupid. Just go out there and ask and find the means to doing it. You know, find somebody that's already doing it like myself and they'll give you tips and tricks to uh, to to, you know, just get around the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you're going to make your own mistakes, but go ahead and just pretty much, um, you know, when you make the mistake, learn, learn from, from it and continue. Yeah. Continue to, you know, move forward. Because you don't want to make the same mistake twice, right? Mm-hmm. But fix your credit, align your financials, um, and make sure you um, get a, a good payment habit. You know what I mean? Make sure you, you when you come around and fix your credit, they're, the banks and the loans and all that, they're going to want you to be uh, um, responsible with your with your payments. You know, you have to make sure you get on top of that. Um, or nobody is going to give you more money. Mm-hmm. So. Like I I tell them, too, as well, rich folks don't use their own money. So don't worry about being broke or not having enough money. Go ahead and make sure you set yourself up financially so you can go get credit. You know what I mean? Go get Mm -hmm. credit. Go get other people's money so you can actually turn that into your your empire. And you never really reach back into your pocket, you know, at all. That's some solid advice. Yeah, keep talking. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't they don't really understand that you can build business, you know, your business name, go get your business name, you know, a few hundred dollars. And then they don't understand what it takes or what uh, what uh, um, uh, 
the things you can get from just going to start your own business. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. go start it and then you'll find out the next step after the next step. I actually went talk to um, one of my favorite ladies, Miss Darlisa. She's not with them anymore, but the small business development center. Mm-hmm. I just was Googling stuff online and they, all their info and resources are free. So I really went and started digging for uh, free resources and going to network events, just meeting people and shaking hands and talking. So, that's half the battle right there. See, you just struck a nerve with a lot of people who are Gen Z. They love to have a circle of influence. They love to be influencers, especially online, and they always yep. want to network. And you just said, don't be afraid to go to these networking events, right? Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's key. That's key. That's key. Because um, those people that are at those networking events are looking for the same thing. And if you find somebody that will help you build what you're trying to do, I mean, that's all you need is a team. And you know what I mean? Exactly. So when you go, what are who are some of the kind of people that you do meet at this? Again, it doesn't have to be big names, it's just people who wind up helping each other, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I again I say I go after corporations. I wanna meet the CEOs, I wanna meet um the um mm-hmm. the, the managers, the GMs, you know what I mean? Because right. those are the people the decision to- makers. Exactly. And and if they can't make the decision, they'll refer you to somebody who can. So you've already like jumped the bridge. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. jumped the bridge. You you got from well, you got you made yourself a bridge to jump from one side of the river to the other. Because I see what you're doing, Vince. You're painting a picture like Super Mario. I see what you're doing hey, for the gamers. Some people can't see it, though. You know what I mean? They can't see it. And then I had a guy come up and got a haircut, man. He was like, man, I've been um, I've been. uh doing insurance for like 22 years and I'm kind of tired of it burnt out and I don't know my next step and he said he um one of my guys I was talking to him about it he was like man I went to a convention with like 50 CEOs and they they all got fired from their job and they didn't know what their next move was gonna be well what I learned from that is he he was telling me to tell this guy that was sitting in my chair well you're what you know how to do and your name is your is your what you know I know how to do xyz.com you know that's mm-hmm. just run with it your circle and who you've been around all your life mm-hmm. those are keys to your success and where you how you move forward you got to use those people around you so you know i try to tell other people that same thing you know you have a story you have people in your circle that have done things and can inspire your thoughts and ideas and your dreams so just go ahead and open your mouth that's that's number one you you know closed mouths don't get fed exactly these, these cliches are around us for a long time older than you me our grandparents for a reason so it's, it's really a big thing to go out and network with people and because they're doing the same thing they're doing the exact same thing because again you people don't know your situation and know what the opportunities you can bring to them or how you guys can Iron sharpen iron it and get together. Yeah. We're, we're talking to Vincent Castile. He is the celebrity barber. He's been doing this for years, over 25 years. And yeah. I remember I went to a, a Texas Legends basketball game. That was the G League for the, the G League for the Dallas Mavericks up in Frisco. And I see yes, a barbershop right there on the <laughs> concourse. Tell us what that was you. Tell us how that, that even that. happened. I'm inspired. Um, again, <laughs> me getting out and wanting to connect with these corporations, man, you know, my relationship with the Dallas Mavericks and Michael Finley being my first NBA client, 
I spoke to him about it and I wanted to put a barber team inside the arena because again, I wanted to be involved with these corporations. I know these corporations, they want to be seen. They spend advertising dollars in the arena. Um, and that's where, you know, a lot of the dollars is being spent. Even with you, Chris, I know you know about advertising on oh, the yeah. radio and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, advertising, branding and marketing is big. And if I can be, and shout out to Rob and the, and the and Dallas uh, uh, Maniacs, Maniacs. Big Rob. Yep. If I can be the song and dance in the arena for any company, um, even like a financial institution, if I can sing and dance or cut hair while people are sitting down in my chair, you can sign up accounts while I'm in there. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's just basic, basic one plus one equals two. Um, but yeah, I just, again, the people around me, like you, like, you know, like Rob, you know, the, uh, Miles Maniacs trying to take my business and and implement it into things that other people are doing or allow is allowing me to hit other areas that other barbers wouldn't exactly you know what I mean? that, that, that's um, why your story is so interesting to me and vince so tell everybody how you even got started when did you start cutting hair how old were you were you a teenager or did were you a little bit later you just tell everybody how you got started because i think your story is just fascinating yeah, you uh, you really uh, getting me to tell my age. <laughs> Here I am hey, right you're now. a legend, but, man. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind this experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I've been cutting now 27 years. Um, I went to barber school um, when I was 18, graduated a month after my 19th birthday. And I've been cutting and straight into the mat, uh, the Cowboys locker room year one, really. So um, so how did that happen? Tell, tell Pull back the curtain. What, I mean, okay, okay, okay. So um, uh, my cousin was roommates with uh, Kavika Pittman. You uh-huh. know, he, uh, he got drafted by the Cowboys in 97. I was already trying to do hair shows and, you know, performing platform artistry at the hair shows in Atlanta. Like, I was trying to do the most already, right? Wait a so, minute. Slow down just right a minute. For those who don't know, Atlanta has the quote-unquote most incredible hair show in the nation. And it happens yes, every sir. year in the summertime. Every and year. it just stops economies. In fact, I think... When uh, people show up for that hair show in Atlanta, I think there's been a documentary about it, too. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. oh it's been movies, yeah, for sure. So you yeah, got to go movies. to the Atlanta hair show. Did you do some stuff there? Yes, I even connected with Clipper Companies and became a platform artist for a couple companies, One Visions out of New Orleans and Ulster Clipper Company as well. Um, so I had that under my belt and just connecting and meeting people and just going to uh, certain classes, getting continual education from people that were already uh, um, experienced, more mm-hmm. experienced than me, picking up jewels here and there mm-hmm. um, and just adding my own. So yeah, Barna Brothers is amazing. I did it for a long time, like over half of my career, you know, just cause that's the, that's the Super Bowl of, of hair shows. You it know is. I mean? um, it's an amazing yeah, thing. Truly amazing. So you went out to Atlanta and then you come back to Dallas. And again, uh-huh. I guess you said, okay, let me start cutting some more athletes hair besides Kavika. And he introduced yeah. you some, some of the players in the locker room, Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith, those guys. And reputation speaks for itself. People like the cuts that you were doing and where it started spreading. Uh, yeah. Um, it's really, I like his consistency, you know what I mean? So um, just being consistent at what I do, um, continuing to grind and be there for people when you need them. 
on what that needs you. Sorry about that. Sure. And then doors started um, opening more and more doors, right? Open, open more and more. Um, and just putting myself in places where people would notice me. I wasn't scared of social media. Some people were scared of social media. I mean, we didn't even have social media back then, Chris. Right. So it was more or less like you had to get out print cards. You had to get out, move around, go to the club, you know, have have your clients refer you word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You had, you had, it was harder back then than it is now. So now it, it's a lot easier and some people want to use it and take advantage of it. And some people don't. Okay. But, so stop right there for a second. Cause I'll never forget yeah. this. I want to say it's back in 2011. You had an app. You had a, yeah. a celebrity barber app before people even knew what an app was. Yes, How'd you get yes. into that? Fortunately, I had a client that was uh, in tech, IT. Um, we started talking about, you know, apps that were coming out that these companies were doing. Um, Apple was doing it. And he was intrigued enough by it to go and, you know, kind of look up a few things of how to create one. Um, and he had the skill to do it. So I was on the precipice of actually the apps alone. Uh, so I was the first barber in Dallas with an app. You know, um, yeah. built it for me. And actually, you know, just to give you guys props to as well, since I had you guys as clientele, I actually did the app for Skip Murphy and Company, as you know. You um, sure did. And we did a commercial in the shop, you know, that we uh, that we had fun with too as well. So, yeah, I mean, the app thing really kicked it off for me and gave me – I always want to stay innovative, even like with this, mobile, you know, this mobile barbershop. Yeah. I always want to stay innovative. I always, always want to be ahead of the curve. And, I, you know, I, I put myself on websites and stuff in the city of Dallas. And otherwise, you know, anybody come to me with anything, I'm willing to do it. I'm jumping on it because it's new. I'm, I'm in the beginning stages of it. I'm pioneering it. Whether it goes right or wrong, mm-hmm. I still was the first to do it. And I, I thrive on that. I mean, you are a, a forward-thinking individual. And we're talking with Vince Castile. He's the celebrity barber here in Dallas, North Texas. He is famous all over the country. And I want to know your opinion of Ice Cube's movie uh, trilogy, Barbershop, because it is a successful thing. And I think about you when I see that movie sometimes. I want to know what your thoughts are and what a lot of your barber friends think about uh, Barbershop from Ice Cube. Okay. Um, the trilogy is amazing. So actually, when I went out to um, Atlanta, I think it was 2004, um, was the cast. Uh, I went to the All-Star Game mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Uh, the cast of uh, Barbershop was there, um, and I actually got to meet them, too. Oh, um, yeah, the, the theater play, the play. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the movie. The oh, movie the movie. Was, that's right. They did come yeah, out about that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. 2004. Yeah, so the first one. kind of like I got to meet those guys, and I was really on, you know, how the Barbershop thing came about. That that it, they, And they get notes, and, and, you know, Barbershop, without even the movie, Barbershops are known across the world for what they do, how we're uh, centers of the community mm-hmm. and different things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, it was really spot on. Like I, I sit there and laugh at just about everything that they put in the movie. Cause you can see that that is a, uh, that's a culture. That's, yep. that's what happens. Even on social media, people will come up with different ways. People act in the barbershop and stuff like that and different techniques. Yeah, it's all funny because it's real. It's real people. <laughs> it's funny. It is. That's what makes everybody laugh. It's like, wait a minute. I know somebody I'm like that. that. Yeah. 
So is it competitive in the yeah, in the barbershop business? I've definitely been a part of that. What'd you say? Yeah, how is it very competitive? Is it competitive like athletics in the barbershop business? I know business world is competitive, but what about in the barbershop world? It is, it is, CA. Um that's one of my key points. That's one of my key points that I really talk about. With the kids? Um, when I go to talk to students mm-hmm. is and I and I'm I'm trying to change the culture. I'm trying to change the culture. Um, mm-hmm. I really go into the barber schools and tell them um, the, the the culture is designed. When we come out of, and I, you know, I got one side of the hand and I got the other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as color is concerned. We, as one side of the hand, the people that look like me, we come out of barber school and we go into competing against each other. Um, that's the hottest thing. Uh, we're competing against each other. We're in competition with one another, blah, blah, blah. But on the other side of the hand, you got, they come together and do corporations. You know what I mean? They have right. money, of course, sometimes for the most part. Um, they have the corporations and they come together. They teach one to cut, one to color. You get the business side of it, you know, and they all, and they put you in the salon uh, with their, you know, with their people. So they really don't, it's two aspects of it, and I always wanted to be a part of both. I hear what so, you're saying. But I want everybody else to understand that too, as well, because you don't always just have to come out and compete against you know your fellow. Sure. Barber, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we can't. Do and that's where my idea came from: trying to go after these corporations. I want to look like these corporations. Right. I can't do anything with you because I'm competing against you all the time, and I have barbers in the shop with me doing. All they want to do is compete. Right. And you're like, like, you're like, I'm not your competition. You're like, we need to be making yeah, some no. money and get the corporate sponsorships, yes. the partnerships. Yes. We, the, we make more money. We cap out as individuals. Mm-hmm. We're going to cap out. You can you can try to compete against me all you want. At the end of the day, if you beat me, you just you beat me. OK, now what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? My, yeah. my, my thought is, let's go into this together, because if we can pull three or four more like us together, then we can be our own corporation and we can cut our own checks and build our own businesses and, and franchise and have trucks and like UPS truck. Like we can have them across the nation. You know what? You say that. And I'm telling you, Vince, you're onto something because in this day and age, in this gig economy, especially people are now used to people coming to you, either delivering the Amazon things or, or the Uber Eats or the yeah. Uber driving, uh, they are expecting you to come to them and not necessarily them going someplace to get their services done. So I think you might be on to something, man. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Chris? I got more calls. I mentioned that earlier. I, I started getting more calls um, because I went mobile. And I think I went mobile right at the right time because it was really three years before, uh, before COVID. Mm-hmm. So when COVID happened, it was like everybody was looking for this mobile, this mobile thing to come to them because they couldn't leave their houses. So I get applauded all day for doing it right. prior to COVID, but it's kind of like, man, it was right on time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it right like, but like this though, you recognize the opportunity. Sometimes people miss the opportunity. They say, "Oh man, you just lucky." No, you reckon you were prepared for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's because yeah, you stay in front. Stay in front. Just like uh, you were talking earlier about, I wanted to touch on uh, going into the uh, the D-League, the Texas Legends Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, the same year I did that, because I wanted to get in front of these corporations, 
uh, Killer Mike was doing the same thing. He in the Atlanta Hawks. He, he is a legend, a legendary rapper in Atlanta, and also he's deep yes, and philosophical. Sir. Yes, and he put his barbershop in the arena as well. Same year, 2018. I'm the celebrity barber. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that. Right. But they were more or less like, no, you you did a good job of what you've done and how far you've come. You people need to know who you are. I was like, they will, but they told me do not shy away from telling people who you are or your story so i took heed to that but i definitely wanted to make sure that this business wasn't just about me because that was going to draw in more competition to me you know what i mean people Mm -hmm. as soon as they see your face or you saying "Uh, i did this then here comes the one that wants to compete with you Mm -hmm. so i never wanted that i wanted to build other barbers up to as well and that's that's my industry you know i I did that. I did that in shops. I did that in barber school. And it just was, and I, I come from that because I'm from Louisiana originally. So, mm-hmm. you know, we will, we'll give you the shirt off our back. We drink with you, give you a plate of food. You know, that's just part of my story again. Well, let me tell you something. That's why we have you on the show because you've done so many things to uplift a lot of people here in North Texas, especially these kids. When you go out to not only talk to them in the, in the classrooms and, and mm-hmm. talk to them about cutting school and talk to them about being an entrepreneur and talking about being mm-hmm. business people. And then you also give back by doing so many things with these different nonprofits. Mm-hmm. But you're also smart mm-hmm. enough to say, okay, we can do more than just I can do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout, shout out to all my radio station uh, personalities like yourself, Chris, because those are the people who come around and want to help. Well, they, they use me. Um, in the ways that I want to be used, right? That I want to build my business in these uh, nonprofit and community spaces. Um, I'm able to go out with my with RV uh, a couple of events ago. Um, I did an event with um, with uh, uh, ordinary from from extra, from ordinary to extraordinary, excuse me. Um, and Miss Antoria, she was on American Idol in 2007. But she got disqualified because she was pregnant on the show and made it to the second level. They disqualified her, but that inspired her to go do her next level. So she opened a barber beauty school and, you know, and is giving back that way too as well. I did an event with her Super Bowl Sunday with their nonprofits, uh, Hope Restored Mission, Homeless. I got one May 20th coming up with Hope Restored Mission, job fair, cutting people's hair for the job fairs. You know what I mean? Because they mm-hmm. need that temporary IDs. And, and and housing, they're giving these people opportunities to rebuild their life. Um, it's been able, I've been able to connect with so many different companies and corporations going this way. A brick and mortar is not able to even do anything like this. I mean, they can, but it, I, I'm on wheels. So it's a little bit different where I can take it. I've went to Arizona and, and Nevada, you know, and, and places and done that state to state. So it's hard for a brick and mortar to do something like that. But these these nonprofits and these companies can use me all across the nation. Let me tell you something. You're doing big things, and you're doing big things here in North Texas. Again, that's why we have you on the show. Vince, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you having me, Chris. All it's right. It's been a long time. And thank all of you for joining us on Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. So long, everybody. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.